Sit your stupid ass down, nigga. How about the ghost while you flying spirit? I'm Paris in the mirror trying to check my appearance. Getting head while I'm staring, singing Marvin lyrics. You with your dusty ass bitch running errands. Don't get embarrassed trying to snatch my carrots. My niggas barbaric, shit could get ugly as fuck like Ed Sheeran. Catch you on your off day like Ferris, shoot you in your larynx. Kick your baby out the carriage, then I flee the scene. Hop up in that big body bitch like it's Gundam Wing. To go and do a speech like Dr. King. Walk to the mic and scream. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Have you guys ever been to a rolling mall? I was at the uh, Miami one in 2017. What was your rolling loud experience? I had a good rolling loud experience. I saw X. Um, oh, this was prime beginning, the beginning of rolling loud. This was the beginning. I had a good rolling loud experience. I saw a bunch of artists that I like at the time. You know, they had that whole SoundCloud roster. I mean, I don't even want to, because the people I went there to see, it would be kind of embarrassing looking back at 2021 vans. Like, damn, I went to a festival for that, especially down in Florida. But um, <laughs> it was a good experience. You know, it, Who it embodied. Who you went all the way to Florida to see, bro? You want to see Lil Pump? <laughs> hey man, um, it was a different time. It was a different era. You were bumping D Rose too. That's why. I, that's why I don't even want to hear you cap. D Rose, but, um, by who? Lil Pump, D Rose, D Rose. I'm sick. That was a hit. That was a SoundCloud hit at the time. I never heard that. I, song. I'm not gonna let Chance get that off. Yeah, I it never heard that. Come on your side, Vance. But anyway, um, Rolling Loud at the time and embodied that real SoundCloud like kind of ethos of just like underground artists niggas just on young nigga time making young music real chaotic real unstructured and now i don't know what this shit is according to npr rolling loud seems to be a hotbed for arrest that's what it is recently our guy is that supposed to be like a pun a hotbed for arrest oh yeah how was that a pun was it was like it ESTG? Like, no. <laughs> like oh. a hot bed for in a... I I know he got arrested. I, I don't know if he if he got arrested at Rolling Loud though. Yes, he did. Fetty he did. Wap did, and then some other oh, shit. It was two other people than... did. But I don't really remember their names. But they got arrested because the they, they were fighting. <laughs> oh, they didn't K- get arrested K- behind Flock. the drugs. I thought they K- arrested Flock him or something. K Flock and Fetty Wap got arrested for well. Damn, so more than two people. ESTG got arrested for like gang related things. Fetty Wap got arrested for drugs. The other two got arrested for fighting. I don't even know if they got arrested. Seven seven people abruptly had their acts or just had their performances like halted, basically. That's wild. And I think four of them confirmed were arrests. I feel like that's good for eyebrows. Huh? I feel like there's definitely some people who would pay to go see that type of action, fighting and shit. But they don't see it. Exactly. This is happening backstage. This they is they just see an empty stage and they're like, why is my artist not coming out? <laughs> yeah, like, where's oh. K-Flock? Another thing that happened, a bunch of artists didn't show up. Apparently, people waited hours for Lil Durk. He never appeared on stage. And then it was just, I think the article that came out, I think it was from Rolling Stone. The guy basically just, I don't know, that was chef's kiss journalism. I said I gave it a chef's kiss. It was like the end of Rolling, uh, Rolling Loud to me. Like, I don't really know how, like, well, Vance, you're a manager. Would you book your artist for Rolling Loud? Did Lil Dirk, did Lil Dirk say anything while he didn't come out, or he just didn't? And like he uh, ain't put no statement out. Or... 
No, he didn't put any. St- Nobody was really mad at Lil Dirk for not showing up. They were more mad at Rolling Loud for not telling people and just letting them wait at the stage for hours. Mm. I think I will book Rolling Loud. So the appeal of Rolling Loud still outweighs the risk. I mean, we're not doing anything. That I'm not a. I'm, I have no. I have no fear of the police. The police can search our van. They can search our whatever. It's okay. But for right now, I still think Rolling Loud is a good look because love it or hate it, there are still a lot of people there. It's a, it's like the main rap festival. So I do understand why artists are still going there. But for the artists, I mean, like not to put a joke or a, like a light on the situation, but the one tweet about uh, ESTG ha- saying fentanyl one too many times and now getting arrested for it, I was just like... <laughs> Shit like that. It's like if you're a rapper and you're rapping about selling fentanyl across multiple state lines, like maybe you might <laughs> you not want to go multiple to multiple state lines. Like, you, like at that point, you might not want to go to Rolling Loud, New York, um, especially New York when people know the history of NYPD and how they have rap police and all that stuff. So now Rolling Loud, New York, definitely would be a little bit questionable, but Rolling Loud, Miami. Maybe we're only allowed LA. I just know New York operates different when it comes to like all type of music activities, especially rap. Chance model consumer. Would you 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 play you try to like laugh at me when I told you I had Rolling Loud tickets. So I don't even think do you even fuck with Rolling Loud? Would you still go to Rolling Loud? No, I was laughing at you when you had Rolling Loud LA tickets. Not oh. Rolling Loud Miami tickets. <laughs> the only Rolling Loud I would ever consider going to is uh Miami. The the one in New York was, I guess that's the one you're talking about. But Joy was there, but he gonna be at damn Vegas. But it's cool. I never been to one. Um, at this point, I feel like also none of the festivals are really that unique. And we already had this conversation before. So I've been to damn Vegas. You might Great as well say with Kevin Lyman. I've been a I've been a Rolling Loud. Feel me? No, so. you've you've been to damn Vegas. There we go. But they're all the same. In my eyes is what I'm saying. One of the highlights like, of Rolling Loud, uh, Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi reunited. Lil Uzi also dropped a single. Did you guys hear that single? Demon High. I saw a I lot did. of people calling it the worst single they've <laughs> ever heard. I see what you, Uzi's doing, but it's not time for that yet. Can You, you want to explain what Uzi's doing? His mindset? Yeah, Uzi put out a pop, a pop record um, called Demon High. And I guess it's in between the realm of like pop and hyper pop. And it's clear he's definitely either trying to, I mean, it's, I think it's leaning more on the side of he's trying to market to a, a different audience rather than expand his current audience. Um, but it, it was just a miss to me. Like, I don't know, it wasn't necessarily a bad single. It just like wasn't really what I wanted from Uzi right now, um, and I think it was like kind of from left field for a lot of people. Like that's how I look at it. It was just like okay, like I liked all the last couple Uzi singles that have dropped, like the Sanguine Paradise. I mean, I know these are like mad old and shit, but it's not Sanguini. Sanguini? <laughs> you think that it's Sanguini? <laughs> That just doesn't even sound right. Sanguini paradise. <laughs> that do sound better, like linguini. Sanguine paradise. Any, anyway, whatever. Um, 
I like those. He dropped this little song uh, called Movie on, like, YouTube, which just has, like, kind of repeating hook verse. And, like, that song is whatever. But this one, not it. Chance, did you hear the song? Not it. No. I have a, I had a theory when I heard this. I only listened once. I didn't. I wasn't a fan. I listened once. I was like, uh, no. But it did. It did lead me to a theory of Uzi just kind of being in like a very weird place as an artist. Like he was so big before Eternal Take. Then Eternal Take didn't really hit. But it didn't flop to the point where he's like, in Chance the Rapper like realm of I can't do shit. But it exactly. also didn't succeed to the point where I can do whatever I want and nobody could tell me shit. He's in a just a weird space where he'll probably never get that eternal type a take hype again of like 250k back to back weeks, but it'll also like he's also still a main priority at his label, so he kind of needs to get like do what Vance says like try some different shit with some different fans and get them hype because it's like core fans they're probably not they've all gotten as hype as possible from Uzi already like you're you're not wrong. His genre also a dying breed. Like his kind. You're also not wrong. It's a dying breed. So when you put a turn like how eternal it take flop on top of that, it's like boom. Yeah, I would say like a Uzi single, that's why I'm like I was thinking about I was like, I didn't listen, but also I'm like, damn, why didn't I listen? I ain't hear really nobody saying nothing. Like, I saw, like, a little video clip snippet, but it wasn't enough for me to feel like, damn, I got to go listen to this. I didn't see anybody talking about this one. All all I saw was negative negativity, so. <laughs> I did see a lot of people talking about these next two, both women. I saw a lot of people talking about, uh, I guess her name's Lotto now, her freestyle. And then a lot of people talking about Meg's, like, EP or whatever this was, like, care package. And I will say... I was very impressed with both. I like, I just like rapping. <laughs> I'm tired. I already made my point of a, I'm tired of the, like the typical box that they're trying to fit everybody into and like just rapping. Like it makes them both seem so much more different than everyone else. Like they can both really rap. <laughs> so just let them really rap. And it was really good. So I recommend that Lotto Freestyle. I think it was on LA Leakers. They always have like fire freestyles. And then it's Meg. It was kind of like an EP of freestyles and like Lucy's. Recommend that too. I think it was some of her old freestyles that she like re released. Yeah. Plus some like Lucy's. Yeah, I, I will say I, I stepped in on, uh, I don't know, what, what was the name of the song, Taj? You remember? Uh, whatever the second song is. I stepped in on the second song. I was <laughs> like, damn, this Meg. I'm like, when she dropped this. So, hey. He right, a second day. <laughs> she was rapping on that junk. Like, May flows just, she always was able to rap and like, her flows is crazy. I think that's why we was all just kind of like mad when they tried to like box her in on that last shit. I did not hear, I did not hear either. Um, it was Megan, who else? Lotto, I did hear the Lotto freestyle. She burnt that shit, but I didn't hear the, uh, I heard nothing Meg. I did see that cover though. I was confused what it was for because I didn't see like the rollout of an album, but I didn't. But it was more than just like a photo shoot. Clearly, so that was a okay. very quick. It's turnaround. it's free. It's freestyles and okay. I will check that out. Oh, it's on one my more list. one more woman rap. Uh, quick, Flo Millie. Did you guys see the Flo Millie colors? And then she dropped the single. 
I did not. I'm missing it. All right, well, out. for me, it was the, she did the colors performance, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, I thought Flo Millie was, like, had potential with that first mixtape. I was like, nah, she might be the one. Then I heard the same, and I was like, all right, it's just cool. And then it got me thinking about, like, the idea of a live, like, performance versus the actual recording. And I know about nobody's ever going to do it, but I want a live album from somebody. Like, we haven't had a real, genuine live album i think i looked it up since fuck i looked this up like last week but it was like 2002 like mtv was doing like unplugged and damn shit. the unplugged yeah yeah like mac miller did one with the internet in like 2013 but it was like songs you already heard before we haven't heard one where it was like new music and live like so that's something i want from some artists hopefully somebody's brave enough to do it eventually wait so you're talking about like you know how back in the day an artist would perform live and they would just put the songs on the album. That's all, that's all. I think that's what that's, all he's that's, talking that's about. That's all you asking. Yeah, lives. No, no not like thing. not like a but song that's, that's, that you can also stream like the studio version. Like it's only exists in this live version. Like Lauren Hill's unplugged. See, my like, thing is niggas aren't nice song, enough. Niggas aren't nice enough. Before? No, niggas or, aren't nice enough for that. And so, all of our songs yeah. sound like they have eight eight oh eights and shit. No, he's asking for new music that's only exists as a live performance. Yeah. And I'm saying simply that nobody is nice enough for that shit. You could have like maybe Bruno Mars do it. You could have like. But see, that's the thing. I want. I want pack like you don't get too many niggas. When I, I when I say color studio, what what's the first performance that comes to your mind? I mean Gunna, but that's not like. That's not, that's um. So you don't think Gunna can do something similar to that with maybe like twenty people just in the background occasionally I mean, just I've clapping seen, at the end of the songs or some shit like that i mean i've seen gunna um no because everybody so? listens to gunna because they like his voice over 808s and trap beats they don't like gunna i've heard gunna over just a guitar and a bass player before and it's actually incredibly flat fire i heard him live in like 2018 um he came to baltimore and performed at like a kind of intimate venue and that shit was like low-key crazy so like gunna maybe but even then like it's not the same because there's yeah. not that many people that use real instruments in their songs. Like, back in 2000, 1990s, like, niggas were actually recording pianos on their songs and recording violins. So it was easier to translate to live. But I feel like now it would just get hella wonky. It's like when you go to a Travis Scott concert and then, like, sometimes the autotune is fucking up. And you're like, damn, this shit sounds horrible. Also, when I'm thinking about live performances, like, nigga, I'm not down to see, like, Gonna live. I, when I think live performance, I'm thinking like Frankie Beverly Maze, like Erica Badu, like what you somebody said, that Warren has Hill, crazy like, talent. Crazy that's what talent. I'm saying. Niggas who really play like with real instruments in their music on some shit, like you know what I mean. That's what I'm trying to hear. I'm not trying to hear like gonna like do ad libs live, like no, with no <laughs> with, with like minimal effects. Like what? <laughs> no thanks. Um, so I'm actually I actually don't need that unless. Like, you really making some music. Like, Snow Allegra, if she did the fucking... If she redid some shit live, like, she did the, um... Of uh, those feels again. If she did that jump live, like, that'd be lit. But... I, I do agree that it's more so uh, R&B, but I think you guys are limiting rap. I feel like some rappers could do it, and it'll be pretty good. Very few. Very few. Okay. It'd have to that be I like... <laughs> it'd have to be like a West Side Gun. <laughs> A nigga who has no real, like, crazy drums over his shit. Because the drums, it's like Young Thug Pink, like, 
The NPR was cool, but I don't want the full album with the NPR drums. I need to hear the trap drums. I want to hear some hi hats and shit. That's why I, I think that it. That's why I disagree. I think that whole like performance was better than sounded better than a project. Like I like that. I like rewatching that video more than I do listening to the uh, project on streaming. And I don't know why. I agree, but it's something about those, <laughs> that mix in the car. It's something about that mix. That's what I'm saying. I'm conditioned to just like Thug over 808 versus over a kick drum alone. Maybe that's just me being nitpicky about the production. But while Snow Allegra is on the topic of discussion, I do want to highlight the fact that she did like a Spotify single thing, which I guess I saw that. I'm like, damn, I want Spotify. I'm gonna hit it. I know. I don't even. I don't even use it. My my uh, roommate had to show me. She did like two records. She did. Like a like a she called it screwed not chopped version of like an old song she has called lost you it's basically just slow down and pitch down it's not an old song it's lost you from the last album oh it's that was on song. the that was on the last album lost you no that uh, unless she got two songs called lost you oh I didn't see the performance this is between. it's not a performance it's just like two singles she dropped and then she, she did, did a, a cover um, for um, which you won't do for love by uh. Barry yeah. Caldwell, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to hear that jump bad. I'm like, damn, we doing the exclusive shit again? No, wait, that's Remember not that? his name. It's some Caldwell for Bobby, sure. Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. But um, that joint is actually pretty fine, I must admit. Uh, yeah, she on a little run. She dropped she, a video for... um. It's cool, it's cool. She dropped a video for Neon Pink with she's Tyler. Going for, she's going for the Grammy. It's Grammy voting season. No, the, the, actually, that song, y'all hated on that song. I mean, Tyler Verse, like, I wish they would have waited a little longer, or maybe we'd have just took that first part out, where he, like, you know what I'm saying? But she carried a nice tune. She was not the reason that song did not get bigger. I don't remember ever shitting on her on that song. I said I didn't like Tyler on the song. Okay, I was just making sure. But, uh, no, that jumped fire. And the video, video was cool. You could definitely tell. Just like the song, Tyler really had his imprint all over it. But um, check that out. And then she announced a tour. And interestingly enough, L.A. was not a... She did not have a date in L.A. So I think she's coming to Coachella. I think that's what that means. That's a good guess. I like that theory. Anything else before we get first unheard? Yeah, I'll play unheard. Um, This is J-Rob. He's a DJ slash producer, signed to Selection, which is like that little DJ conglomerate from SoundCloud. Um, he just dropped his fifth volume. He calls it Trash Five. It's like an album of remixes and shit of like popular songs over his beats, and he be DJing them. But then he also drops them on Bandcamp. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna just play some shit. He dropped it on Sunday. Definitely gonna support him on Bandcamp. Album's like 15 bucks, and it's cracked. Um, which one should I play? I'll play the Drugs and Hella Melodies remix.
narration wow. by Cardi B. Features from JT. Wait, and... wait, wait. I thought Sierra was narrating. No, like, nigga, let him you, finish. I'm, I'm literally reading the track list. <laughs> narration by Cardi B. Features from JT of City Girls. Uh, feature from SZA. Then it's no more features to track 11. Feature from Ari Lennox. Uh, feature from Lil Durk. Then you got Pharrell oh. and the Neptunes. You got Omarion. And then you conclude with Sierra. Yeah, Omarion is, I must say. Where does it say the Neptunes? Yeah, he just threw that in there. the Neptunes? He just threw that in there. That shit better be Neptunes production. I would, I'm not throwing Pharrell in my track if it's not Neptunes production. I'm not just getting a Pharrell feature. I ain't gonna lie. Seeing Omarion on his track list, like. Yeah, what do you have against Omarion? <laughs> I don't, no, I but I'm saying you can like tell chance, by how he's agree, setting it up chance. that he's about to shit no, on no, Amari. No, 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 I'm not. I'm about to say this is good. To be honest, she got Sierra, Pharrell, Omarion. Omarion's last single was a fucking hit. I mean, I don't know about his last last single, but supposed to be was kind of it. Damn, I ain't gonna lie. This might like be seven years ago. She might be. She might be. She like kind of she whole wave of flashbacks just hit me when you said that name. <laughs> like booty, eat the booty, like yeah. groceries. Like that was a whole different era of life. <laughs> that was a, that was an Omarion song. Yep, featuring Janae Aiko and somebody else. That's crazy. I remember always being perplexed at the fact that Omarion got that record. That's really In like that's like when the uh, basketball player goes to like. The Pelicans or the Pistons, like just the trash team. That's like their last year when they get that one hit that you don't even know it's their hit. <laughs> it's like, damn, that was his. Like, yeah. Dang, he got that's that. The, one. That's the end. That's when it's the end. Yeah, oh, featuring Janayako and Chris Brown. I mean, he's stamped, so. Oh, Marion, Pharrell. I just feel like she about to get in like that little. That little early 2000s bag, like that just vintage bag again for her to have like these old heads on here. Apparently she went on a rant about X for a reason and said that's the only song that's going to sound like that. So I don't know. I'm happy. I'm glad to hear that, actually. Um, even though song. X for a reason, to be honest, like it sound like it came out of Capsule. Like X for a reason, it sound like it belonged in yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's 2021. I think that goes against your 2000s. Theory. I don't think it goes against it though, because she said that's the only song that's gonna sound like that. But I wasn't mad that it sounded like it came from that era, or I don't think nobody was mad at the song to begin with. But Not a lot I'm of saying like I didn't think I didn't I didn't love it, but I didn't think it was shit. Um, but I think that's a, that's a, one of the reasons a lot of people didn't love it because it sounded more like a like a more pop type hit, not like no real R and B shit. So. Yeah, she won't get right back into that little vintage bag, but on that real R and B shit, like I'm all for it. Me. Okay, uh, I want to see what R and B is just so funny. R and B is just so funny because I feel like niggas are gonna trash it. Like it's like X for a reason. It's like niggas goaded up Summer for the last two years just to trash her first single when she came back. So it's like I just don't even care for expectations when it comes to R and B music. At least it's a little easier with rap, but like R and B, especially with a label like LVRN, I know they have her in a lot of rooms with a lot of people. Because like, not to say LVRN isn't already up, but like this is their break maker, not make or break, but like this could really this, take them yeah, to the next next level. For real. If Summer really takes over as number one, like 
woman, girl in the game, singer in the game, then like LVR and it's stamp stamped. So, um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna say this is gonna like an industry album with those features, but I mean, I don't know. I just it, there's a lot behind it. That's what those features tell me. There's a lot behind this album. So I hope it hits. I feel like there's nothing really more I can expect other than that. The only thing that I noticed from this track list, I didn't even care about the features or anything. The thing that I zoned in on was the fact that there's a prelude called Fourth Baby Mama and then there's a song called Fourth Baby Mama. And that, all that let me know was that that song is about to be fucking insane. If you have a prelude <laughs> to the song and then it's no, the second to last time. song on the project, yeah, that's about to be crazy. That's every, all I expect. Every song, it's like All of the Lights has how it has the prelude and then it goes into All of the Lights and it's like, okay. It's yeah, like, that is, it's, that is one hell of a song. It's like I the never equivalent of saying, like, y'all niggas not even ready <laughs> for what's about to come. Like, y'all don't even know. Like, Vince wait, Staples wait. did it on his album, too. So Summer that, does have a baby record. for London, right? Yes. So she's the fourth baby mama. I, I don't know. I'm not familiar mm. with his baby mother. Mm. But that would be a good guess. <laughs> Damn. X for a reason. And number two. Yeah, wait. Let's let me. Fort let me baby, mama, to round it off. Let me analyze the names. Real Intro quick. with Cardi B. The names are outro perfect. by Sierra. Is, hold on, hold on. I got the theory. Tracks. I got the theory. Remember how last album? No, this is Scissor. This this is Scissor. I'm thinking about with the ground. Okay. She about to start <laughs> the off. Look, she about to start off. You got X for a reason. That too is fast paced. Whatever the case may be. She about to start off on some shit. It's about to be a story album. It's just we might be getting a little. We, we said this last getting, week. Exactly. We might be getting a little concept. We said this last week. The only thing re- that I'm noticing is that reiterating that the song "Throw It Away" is like three days like past Valentine's Day. This man Vance is still on these <laughs> dates. <laughs> the date part of everything. Is you, like, there's, one, there's, one, there's, there's one called "Constant Bullshit," right by Valentine's Day. If you're you big into song titles, this is a, this is your album. These song titles are like. Then we got one. Then we got one called "You Don't Know Me." Like right after Cinco de Mayo, it's like, ooh, what did Summer do on Cinco de Mayo? Where <laughs> you might I not lie, know her. Though, knowing how Summer fans are, this is genius. Like giving motherfuckers just shit. Like even if it don't mean. Did now, you see like, her rollout? Did you huh? see her rollout for with the glass box? I did. I did. We talked about that. But I'm saying like even like these days. They made up. They gotta be. That was my theory, but I don't know. She just not, put it from the file name, but she definitely edited in the file, so it's whatever. My prediction is it. reciprocate will be the most quoted. I also wanted to ask y'all what they do y'all see any or do you have any like insight or expect or guess on to why Cardi B first voice you hear, then it ends with Sierra. You have is Duh, that, does because that Cardi B is in a struggling Cardi B is in a struggling marriage. She's not in a struggling <laughs> marriage, but she's working through the thick and the thin, but in a different way. She stayed with the nigga and then Sierra like Sierra is like still over it because like like at the beginning of the album is bitter. It's I'm over it. But then like she has to go through all these emotions, which is the album, and then by the end She's, she's, I just like, said that she, niggas are talking about. We talked about it. She's a caterpillar. Get out of here, she, she's man. She's sprouting to Sierra. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> the butterfly. No, not Sierra. even. Not even. I'm not even saying she's. I'm just saying. I'm almost saying that like Summer didn't get over. Like she's still over it. Like 
Sierra is only praying and talking to her, but like it's not going to be enough. <laughs> All right. Like Sierra might pray and like put that spell over her. And chance, you like, think you think it's different? You think she's going to grow throughout the album like a caterpillar to a butterfly? I think she's going to grow, but when I'm looking at the track list, it's just like. I'm also thinking about it like this. All right. You got Cardi B and Sierra. It's like Cardi B and Sierra. They like opposites. Like Sierra, like the wife, not a housewife, whatever. And Cardi B, like, you know, she Cardi B. But what if it's like a devil and angel type thing? Like she got two voices in her heads because they got narration. And what what a voice in your head sound like? It's narrating your life. So on one end, she got Cardi B like, hey. Like, fuck him, like, whatever. And then she ever, like, you know, just, you know what I mean? So it could be on some <laughs> shit like that. You feel me? But <laughs> at the same time, um, looking at this track list, it just sounds like she start pleading. And she finally just, like, blow up. And then she calm down and she just be like, fuck it. That's my, that's my theory. I f- I just want to close by saying Session 33 is going to be the most fire song. All right. I was going to ask y'all that. Predict. We always got to do this. Predict. Session 33. Session 33. Predict fourth baby mama. Okay. I'm going to go. It's hard. I'm going to go with. That broke. That broken promises. All right. We'll see. Nah. That Smack. scissor joint look fire though. It's too enticing. Such a safe bet. I'm not gonna do that though. I'm gonna go with honestly. I want to say session 33. That dude just sound like some heat. But I'm gonna go with broken promises. All right. Moving on. Last point. I already know Lil Durk's gonna make me mad. Uh, I see Lil. I was thinking about how this like <laughs> the ultimate like girl out al- woman <laughs> album, and I just know like Lil Durk's about this like. Be on some like India. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know India. why you're even mad. Just, know, you know, he's not even gonna have a verse. He's just gonna scream India for forty journey. seconds. No, I don't. I don't know why you're even. <laughs> don't even get mad because you know it's all. It's, it's like it's guaranteed. Like I don't think there's anything more inevitable. At first, it was than, like, What this Dirk verse is gonna sound like? <laughs> I don't like, think I, so. Like chance. You don't think, you think this nigga about to talk about sliding on? You think he's about to be talking about GDs and BDs? He's not gonna be talking about getting it back in blood. Yeah, this this dirt feature gonna be fire. I know it is. I know it's, it's it is. Make, I'm tired of the. It's not because you're a nigga in a relationship. He he like, I could ghostwrite huh? it. I could ghostwrite a dirt feature by now. No, that's what I'm saying. As a nigga in a relationship, like? any nigga in a relationship be, can write it. I'm street. I bought but my I love girl my nails. Bitch. I love her. I love her so much. She never gonna cheat her. No, never gonna cheat on me. No industry niggas. I still bought that nail kit. I still bought that Brazilian weave. I don't, like, I, don't, okay. I don't think it, I don't think it's gonna be like that because I was thinking y'all remember I said but we always said Dirk was the bright spot on that Drake song um, in the Bible but Dirk vibe on that joint just he make me go back like I really be running in the Bible back and I think he gonna bring that same type of vibe to this track I think he will because he really surprised me on in the Bible so uh, he didn't surprise me but I was really impressed so I think he will follow that up okay. And, and he won a four features, verse, bro. You can't be one of four features and fuck up your verse. Formula that me and Vance talked about <laughs> in that verse that you were impressed with. But even in that, but it's so catchy and it's just like it, it works. I don't give a fuck. All right, I'm not saying, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know you're here. We're gonna hear the exact same verse. What do you want him to say? You want him to like break down Giveon or like what do you want? 
What do you want? What would be unexpected? <laughs> Any, no, nothing. I don't want. I don't care if it's unexpected. I just, I'm, I'm kind of at this point. I'm tired of hearing about. You just NBA. don't want to see Dirk at all. <laughs> no, I. That is also true. I, but I already said this already that I'm getting Dirk fatigue. I listened to the uh, Big Sean and Hit Boy surprise EP. I guess it was surprise, and that was Dirk. Rapping about India <laughs> again, <laughs> like I'm just tired of hearing this over and over again. Like, bro, just go ahead and make your one India project titled India and be done, and I'll be cool. I'll never be Not mad for again. Real. <laughs> Did you guys listen to the uh, Big Sean Hit Boy? It wasn't talked about. This is uh, Big Sean's first project off of that's not under Kanye West. I don't care. I did hear the. Uh, the I heard he had a song with um. You know what I'm talking about. He had a song with Babyface Ray and 42 Doug. And he also had a song Doug. with Bryson Tiller and Lil Dirt. Those are the only two. The, 40, the 42 uh, Doug joint was was nice. So I didn't get a chance to check it out. I didn't even know he dropped the whole EP. Um, so that's definitely something that I'm going to look into. Um, yeah, I did like that one song I heard, though. How do you guys feel about... I was thinking about this when I heard 42 Doug come after Babyface Ray on this song. I was like, damn. 42 Doug is from Detroit. <laughs> He's not. I don't even consider him when I think of the Detroit niggas anymore. You Isn't think that crazy? Like Memphis because he's, he's with CMG. he's with CMG. I don't even like think about it. Like, for, we all, I think we all like gave 42 <laughs> Doug in our like last. Like he was top two in rookie of the year votings of last year, and this no, year it's been quiet. It's been real quiet for 42 Doug this year. He dropped that deluxe. Uh, that was about it. Wasn't he on fifty five hundred degrees? Like he's had a cool little feature run. Uh, I will say it's been quiet. He also did he drop dropped an, an album. Project. That's what I'm saying. I ain't gonna lie, he the project did didn't he hit like it was supposed to. Otherwise, we'd be talking about him. Um, to be honest, the project I was not that impressed. So that might be the reason. Would you guys drop everything you have right now to go to Astro Fest? Hey. Cause that lineup, I was looking at that lineup. I'm like, how did I not know about this? Like, he had Earth, Wind, and Fire. He had Yves Tumor, like K Trinata. Like, you don't have to. Luckily, you don't have to drop everything. Yeah, you don't have to drop everything to go to Astro Fest. Um, he's streaming live on Apple Music this Friday. You think I'm about to watch? You can experience it from your phone. Taj, when did you get the Apple position? This nigga promoting. You, Apple Music, you know who I'm honor. loyal to. You, you heard that statement and you thought it was for Apple. I can wear the Cactus Jack hoodie right now, Vance. <laughs> I'm not streaming it. I want to go to Astro Fest. I'm not going to Houston during COVID. I thought you don't like. I thought you don't Within like five um, years of COVID. No, that John different though. I thought I you don't like a, Fest. No, I don't want to go to a fucking rap festival. But I would go to a festival that has Earth, Wind, and Fire. Racism. I mean, it also had Tame and Pablo yep. on there. I did not know he had Earth, Wind, and Fire. I did not see that. Um, I ain't gonna lie. It looked like heat. If I would have known about it, I would have bought tickets. Most nah, likely. you wouldn't have been able to. I tried to buy tickets. Shit sold out in a minute. Less than a minute. I mean, they're only like 300 It's gonna bucks. be resale. I would have just yeah. bought resale. Oh, Baby right. Keem, 20, 21 Savage, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Thug, and YSL, SZA, Travis Scott, Master P., Chief Keith, Bad Bunny, Tame Impala, Roddy Rich, Tori Moi, Yves Tumor, Sheck West, Tizo Touchdown. It's a great Bia, representation of the area. Metro Boomin, Lil Baby. Yeah. Master P don't even have to rap nothing. He just needs so to come fago. on and give a nigga some advice. Like, give me your old head talk for 20 minutes. 
You were disgusting. Rich. That's, that is disgusting. That's such a disgusting statement. That is literally nasty. <laughs> Nigga like, said I want Master P advice for 20 minutes just, at a festival. Just talk. Just talk. <laughs> We're all shoulder to shoulder in the crowd sweating. This nigga just giving us advice on what to invest in. In between the Tizo and Scissor line set. <laughs> no, that's a fire ass lineup. That's actually I would've I would've went to I would have went to there over there in Vegas, to be honest. That's dumb. Should have saved your money. Huh? That's dumb. Really? Yes. I mean I've seen only but that's only because I've seen most of the artists, or a lot of the artists, at Dan Vegas. So all those artists that Vance, just almost all those artists that Vance named are at Dan Vegas. Yeah, but the is this at Dan Vegas? Yeah, on Sunday. Oh, I'm capping. I'm capping. I did see Tame and Paolo on there, and I was sad. I probably see him at Coachella though, so I'm not too worried. Um, well, let's talk about it, man. We didn't even talk about this project, bro. The, the my G Jordan OVO XO. Mid. I don't know what my alliance lay. Um, they dropped the what was it? Ten songs. Eleven, I think. Eleven song LP, wildest dreams. <laughs> feature with it with, with with a Sway Lee and Drake feature and a Diddy feature, which was so unnecessary. Point. It was so unnecessary, but I'm just like, bro, what like, what era is this? A Diddy feature in 2021 is crazy. But when I thought about it, I'm like, this album does sound like it belonged in like a little slightly different era, like a little 2000, early 2010s, late 2000s, um, like pop album, like just generic pop album. Like that's exactly what this sounds like. Like this would be like the next step up for Disney, like. Maybe maybe it's two steps up. That's just far. Nah, as you're content. wildin'. It's not. I just pop. thought it was some mid. It's. I just thought it was some mid. But I think it's. No 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 no. It's not bad. It's a, it's a good album. Is my point. Like it just don't sound like it belongs in 2021. Your statements like are not matching. <laughs> you saying it sounds like it belongs in the early 2010s. It's a step up from a Disney pop album. It's a good album. <laughs> no 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 no. That's not what I meant. Screw the Disney part. That ain't that ain't come out how it how it was in my head, and I don't care to explain. But. <laughs> Did y'all get that vibe? Like just the I did get the early 2010s sound vibe. It's just like, hmm. And it's just very pop. It's like it's just very in their lane. I and I the must say I must say I respect it. Like it's just it's I just it's just safe. Like they don't really go out their comfort zone. They just kind of pick a theme, like a palette. Like a vibe, and they just they execute on it, and I have to respect it. So, I actually ran it back a few times. That Drake joint where he interpolates um, "Computer Love." Check it out, man. That was uh, it was fire. That album is mid. Stars align with Drake. Yeah, it's no cursing on here. Like it's not even an explicit album, so don't expect nothing crazy. But it's forty minutes. It's a vibe. Put it on the background. If it's like, your first time cool. listening to Majid Jordan, listen to the old shit. This is true. This is true. They've been asleep for so long to come back with this bullshit. I'm I'm sick. I, I don't hate and you. You know who I blame. And I don't yeah. love it as much as Chance. It's I say I love it. I say like it's cool. Yeah, I don't I don't like it as much as Chance. It's <laughs> I don't. I don't even. It is very much early 2010s. It's also 
I don't know. I wish I. I tweeted that uh, every time I hear my G Jordan, I think of like uh, Steve Smith from American Dad, because that's literally what they remind me of, like a white, like white boys trying to make that R and B sound, and that's just what yeah, it is. It's just it's, just, it's, just it's not hard it. to overcome throughout that project, but it's really hard to overcome when like the songwriting is just ass. Like one part of the song, they just I had to turn off the album. It was like, is a dream a dream? If it comes true, I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they just kept referencing like dreams or like we're floating. It feels like I'm floating on a dream. I'm like, bro, this shit is just oh, not. Yeah, it was, it, was it, it, made <laughs> that's what it made me mad. And that's, I told that's, you, I'm sick. I'm that's where I was sick. going with the Disney line. Like, as far as content, like it is devoid of any content. Like that's why I played the Selena Gomez song. Like, I love you like a love song, baby. Like that's if you ever heard that song, this is just like what that album reminds me of. It's just like that was by Selena. I ain't gonna Gomez. lie, I hear the, I that hear was by the, Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's like 2011, or I don't know when that song came out. It's like that was really by Selena Gomez. Yeah, I didn't know that was I'm in the mall, like that joint plan. I'm not mad, you know what I'm saying? A little Disney commercial, come on, like that joint plan. I'm not mad. That's kind but... of a bag for Selena Gomez, to be honest. It I really ain't crazy. Know. That's a come up. I did not know she made that. That's more talent than like Rebecca Black. I will say this: you can see why, like, you can see why they. Why are we talking about this? Why are we talking? Why are we talking about this? They know He's how to making... like carry a tune, like Drake. Ghost when I writer. heard him, he just sounds so in place. They're so I'm not just ghost like, writers. they're not. They're not ghostwriters. No, no, no. I'm saying, but they definitely are in there, like with the melodies, like yeah. That's what I'm about to say. What's, do they, do they have shit. a term? Is there a term for that advance? The niggas that just come yeah. in and like find the melody? the writers. They're what? Because they songwriters. Oh, all right. Well, I guess that's they are what I'm saying. Songwriters. Them motherfuckers, them motherfuckers can make a melody. Listen, like that's what I'm saying. Like if you're looking for content, like you're you're gonna cringe at some of these lines. No cap. Like the fucking album is called Wildest Dreams, and it's too, it's too, it's too. Man, niggas I don't know why we're not giving enough attention the to the camera, fact that man. these niggas fell the fuck off. Like, are y'all like y'all were know that first that project? Up though, bro? Yes, that first saying. project that they have on YouTube, that compilation shit that's like thirty minutes long, forty minutes long. That shit is like one of the best like comp like projects I've ever heard. And like this shit is just fucking dog water. Wait, which one are you talking about? Let me find it. Find that name. I will say they fell off. This is not as good as their old shit. They have steadily declined. But it's just so trash. I'm so sick of music right now. I'm so sick of it. I don't know. I also didn't have crazy high expectations. It's better than I thought it would have been, honestly. It's it's about exactly what I expected. <laughs> I'm not mad. I got well. I was mad. I got I like Chance. I like the Drake song, so I got to add that to a playlist. The I wanted to add the fucking Diddy song, but you got Diddy whispering every twenty seconds. I'm like, bro, why are you on this song? Like, this is the one of the few good songs that I like on this project. And I just got Diddy whispering, "Come on, come on now." Wait, how, how did like, how why did are you here? About, <laughs> how did forget it's about the party people. go again? Uh, oh, oh yeah, forget about the one. party. Yes. Come to mind. Then it's like they hit like a high note when they say "come to mind." Wait, son, you gotta. Can you sing it? Please? I can't sing. It's just forget about the party, then they like, it's a high note, come to mind. I'm trying to think of the melody, because I'm trying to see if I like that one. It's cool. All right, I'll get into uh, Unheard. This is an artist uh, I actually like. This is Ahmad Anonymous. He dropped a project this week. He's kind of like Earth Gang meets Jid. He's from East Atlanta, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, He dropped... This album, Dancing With My Feet Up, this is the track, let's go with Party. Yeah, we on high, 
So they combine. Nobody's all gonna the... hop on board with that shit. Damn. Yeah, the Sims. If you think, okay, this, this is not Can gonna I be. Can I talk? A... Fuck. I'm trying to ask you. Just watch like, the video. Sure I what know is... what it is. I'm telling y'all, I, I I know, but I'm trying to make sure. Like these motherfuckers, like combining all the social media apps and your we information. We don't know. I don't. We don't to even make know. an avatar. No, we no. Don't. It's it's the Facebook company is now the Facebook company that owns WhatsApp, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and whatever Oculus. Um, changed his name to Meta and is creating a metaverse, which is basically like a digital universe. So they'll be using all those apps will be inside the metaverse. So kind of like how you have your Facebook friends or whatever, Instagram followers, they'll be inside the metaverse as Instagram like avatars. Sims. So it's Instagram just an avatar Sims. game. Instagram Sims. It's not a game. It's, just, it's like social. It's like the next wave of social network. It's a basically. game. It's not it's a Instagram. Game. It's it's how so it's how Instagram is a game. It's a game. So it's it's 3D social media, basically. Yeah, but it's yep. not. It's so much, it's so much more than social media. And I think everybody's looking at it through a very nearsighted lens of social media. Social I don't media trust Facebook. It's That's not, all that shit is about to be. It's. I think it's so much deeper than that. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll be dead. Brain. We'll be what, dead. What is deep? What's what's deeper than that? That's um, we have it lost be... the <laughs> realm of climate change. There's no more. Like it's over. The the rich guys have said. It's not happening. The politicians are fucking flipping coins. Oh, but that's been done for like prayers. Like what everybody has acknowledged. Over? Everybody's acknowledged that Earth as we know it is done, right? So now you got right. niggas like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and the nigga that owns whatever space, uh, Virgin Galactic, all trying to go to Mars yeah. and shit. Them motherfuckers trying. And now you they, got Mark Zuckerberg, that, this other rich guy. He's like, all right, I'm not going to go to the space race. I'm going to create the metaverse. So what does this tell you? <laughs> so you, now you're thinking that this nigga. No, so Taj space. thinks you think you think we about to I'm create saying, the metaverse so that we can all live infinitely. The niggas after the that world can't ends. go to no, Mars not all in space. Yeah, no, we're not all living. But the niggas that don't make the Mars work. in space, and you're gonna be living through the metaverse. That's how. I, that's what I think the bigger picture is. Like the social media thing is okay if you think so, but that shit is like Sims though. Like I would just live in Sims if I wanted to live in Sims. <laughs> I would just play Sims all day. I mean, but that's one nigga is about to spend time. My avatar would be so. De evolved. The thing is, with the metaverse, it all has to be connected. It's like NFTs. Like the metaverse exists. Facebook just a little late. I'm surprised they weren't on this shit earlier. But 
I mean, that's why that's the thing. I think they're just it's a, it's an, it's going to be a classic situation of like corporation a little late to the game. Now, if there is one nigga to turn it all the way up, it is Zuckerberg, the nigga who literally started social media. But at the same time, I mean, he didn't start it, but he really turned it up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna. It's just I don't know. It's phony. It's just, the way he's gonna present it is gonna be phony. It's gonna be phonier than what it ever could really be. Like, that nigga gave a presentation and there was barbecue sauce on the virtual shelf. Like, nigga, what type of metaverse is this? It's life. That's what the metaverse is. <laughs> it's life. <laughs> it's got... I mean, that shit crazy, though, bro. Like, climate change. I that, I mean, luckily, we're going to be gone. But Climate change has been wraps. Like, ever since it's, nigga it's, started the first Bitcoin, climate change was done. That's why I'm like, man, these niggas are trying to get in a bag off the metaverse because that is the future. The future is NFTs. The future is digital ownership. And these niggas are just trying to get in. Nike already put in three copyrights or like patents to copyright in the metaverse. It's just going to be like 2K, bro. It's going to be 2K. How you can buy Jordans in 2K. How you can buy shit in 2K. I don't want a virtual character. Like, I That's what I'm saying. Life. I don't think niggas want that that badly. It's, 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 right now, it's going to be a matter of want. <laughs> and the few, and I would say probably 2100 is going to be a matter escape. of need. Yes. When niggas in Florida are getting a fucking hur- hurricane every week, yeah, it's gonna be a matter of need. But it's not gonna so, about to be a like. They're not gonna mean, be though, like niggas nigga. about to be dead. That's or what I'm saying. About to be okay. If they're not gonna be there, and there's only but so much space, where are these people gonna go? And then what are they gonna do? They're about to die. They're not going I'm nowhere. Confused. They're not about to get the, on a computer and the get rich in the metaverse. Niggas about to go start a whole new civilization somewhere else. Chance, rich and niggas, niggas just can't exist by themselves. They need to be. They need to be poor people for there to be rich people. There needs to so be how, some type what, of how, exploitation. How are you saying this is about to happen in the metaverse? Niggas about to be working in the metaverse? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't labor in the metaverse? I don't know. Man. I'm not sitting here thinking sick. about the capitalistic realms of the metaverse. I'm just saying what I see is what's about to happen through this. I mean, but I'm sure I mean, Mark Zuckerberg has thought of like some evil way to do it. The metaverse, man, these niggas not. I mean. I'm more worried I about climate change. Just nigga, fuck the metaverse. I just see it as all these other NFT we niggas. Lost. <laughs> We're done. New Orleans, so as no we know, you might as well try to move your people out of New Orleans, get them niggas to Missouri. That all shit right, is wrong. So we're all done. If they climate change is wraps, if climate change is wraps, then these niggas acknowledge that too. I don't think niggas are creating the metaverse and getting on the metaverse so we can sell Nikes after Florida is done as a state. Like I don't like after Florida goes underwater. Nobody in Florida is about to be on the metaverse. It's about to be underwater. All right, so what what you think those niggas gonna do in Florida? They just gonna drown? They, well, some of them are gonna drown. Yeah, what, what you think the other niggas? They're about to swim to an Oculus headset. They can't swim to an Oculus headset and go into the metaverse. Yeah, they're gonna go to a different to place. They're not gonna have jobs. So where are they gonna turn to? A place that offers them jobs? A untapped universe. You think the metaverse is gonna offer niggas jobs? Oh, you don't. Yeah. What not? jobs? What jobs do they need you to do in a metaverse that robots ain't already doing? <laughs> okay. Okay, if you think so, what if you the think these things are going to work exist, in the metaverse, I'm finna go to work, bitch. I'm about finna to go, go to work. Let me put my. I'm at the what Amazon the factory. Way, I'm at the Amazon factory in the metaverse, talking about. <laughs> All right, when this is your fucking VR, grandson's occupation, <laughs> like forced occupation. Don't say I, I didn't see say these niggas trying to get a quick bag. And I ain't gonna lie, I can see how another... the metaverse would be fire though. Like with VR, like you probably, you probably gonna have to condense niggas, like. To occupy a small amount of space. So you bitch motherfucker in the box, he uses VR. Like, that's how you interact with motherfuckers. Like, 
Is this going to be all advertising? I don't know how you don't see it as directly that. It's about that's, to just be TV. I mean, that's, that's, the obvious, the that's the obvious, like, short term. It's about, they're about the, the advertising that they already fuck you with on Facebook and Instagram is going to happen on the metaverse. And they're just trying to get the crypto bag right now. But Damn, Facebook. But you don't think it doesn't matter. Like, that's not the long, that's clearly not the long play. Like, there's no reason. They're already fucking, they already I don't know own advertising. a long play. Ain't no long plays in tech. That's my, that's my rule. Niggas can't predict what the fuck their tech is about to do. Niggas who created Twitter, you think Facebook that that shit was who has be a whole you different think, thing. You think Facebook who has niggas literally who created OnlyFans who has literally over only half fans? the world's information. Vance. What was what was the what was OnlyFans long play? Vance, that's that only shit fans. got shut. That shit got shut down the drain. Facebook is tracking on literally all our habits. I mean, Facebook has our tracking. That's they know cool, they know what's create, about to happen. Niggas cannot appeal me to the metaverse. Okay, how much they you want to bet you on the metaverse within the first three years of its launch? I'll bet you money, but that's that's not okay. that's Thanks. not saying that I want to be on the metaverse. That's like saying I'll bet money that you're going to get an Instagram account. Like nigga, I want right. music. I it doesn't have exactly. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you want to be on this shit. You're going to be on this shit regardless. Okay, but if they're just forcing everybody to be on it, I don't think that's on some like bigger plan. That's just because they need niggas to click on advertisements. That's the they biggest. Need, you know point. how ad. You know how ads work. You know how ads work, and you know how apps work. That's why I'm mad at you, because you know that all these niggas I understand just need, that this is they what's need gonna users, happen. and they need niggas to sign up for the app. They need the meta shit. They're about to push the fuck out of this shit, so that they can get another round of funding and push some more shit to make more money off of ads. All these niggas are ad companies, Damn. just like the TV, is, NBC, you're, you're thinking Monday very Night short Football. Term. They all have to. You're looking at the short term evil. This is the short term evil. Yes, the long term evil. It goes past ads. Like, this doesn't I'm matter optimistic. anymore. I'm optimistic with tech. I don't think tech is being f- developed to, like, make the world more evil. I think tech is developing to actually make the world slightly more safe. That's probably what they think they're doing. <laughs> like, they think, okay, the world is fucked. We're making a metaverse so people can survive through this. They can live through this. They can be connected through this. But what if the metaverse... Okay, so what if it's a pro-con? Like, what if the metaverse offers niggas therapy that you can't get in the real world? But okay. then a couple metaverse niggas also. I just don't know. Niggas already live in a metaverse. Why That's what I'm about saying. This? I don't know how you're so pessimistic. I'm optimistic about the metaverse. Motherfuckers really like, son, when th- this is the metaverse, there are professional <laughs> NBA 2K players who train no, like professional athletes professional 2K on 2K. We are already like, in the metaverse. Like, come Chris on, Move, my nigga. Like, these Chris niggas Move, are already in a metaverse. Chris Move has financial Not even security. Chris Move. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying these Chris niggas really has, play for teams. No. <laughs> Like they playing five on five on the TV. Like as you the, only that's about to be, one that's about to be the Saints. That, that's about to be the Saints that your team, that your future great grandson is rooting for instead of the real life Saints. Why? Wow, New Orleans not going to exist by twenty fifty. New Orleans will still be there. It's just going to be an island. <laughs> it's not going to be an island. That shit is, there will be no great be gone. <laughs> <laughs> like there will be, be no more Mississippi River. It's just going to be New Orleans and then Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> not even Gulf of Mexico, <laughs> Atlantic Ocean. Our coastlands are eroding at a rapid rate. Um, yeah, right, I'm gonna drop an album on anymore? the metaverse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a whole tour on the metaverse. I'm gonna get my bag on the metaverse, and then I'm taking my, I will not want to and I'm taking my headset off, and I'm, I'm getting my bag just like Zuckerberg. Is I'm Zuckerberg getting like sixty the, pounds, growing four inches, and be receiving. For real, <laughs> you about to go to a Saints workout in the metaverse? A Saints open right, workout? I'll be a safety corner. <laughs> They, you about to want to play safety. They're going to put your ass at, like, tight end, special teams. <laughs> Chance taking off his headset immediately. <laughs> nah. I'm optimistic. Uh, 
It was a little weird. I mean, we already so far gone in so many ways. Like this the, nigga, this nigga just needs to buy the Sims. So like the niggas, Sims can't like, make any more. I can't games. believe dumbass niggas really worry about the vaccine. Like no offense, dumbass niggas, but like anything the government need, anything they want to get from you right now, they could get expeditiously. Because you're gonna give it to them willingly. Weren't anything you anti-vax? So, no, I'm saying the motherfuckers that is. Like anything the government want need, like they get it right now. If they want to kill you right now, they could. They don't need the vax. But I digress. All right, quick music talk to conclude. JPEG Mafia dropped. Uh, what's the name of this project? LP. LP, LP exclamation point. point. And people are calling it album of the year. I saw Fantano gave it a 9 out of 10, which made me say, I'm probably not going to like this album. And I saw a bunch of people just raving about it. You got to stop mentioning that white man on this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> So you just you just believe the opposite of whatever Fantano believes. When he hates something, you love it. And no, I just it, know the type it. of albums he ranks highly, and it's like okay. But he like, but he's loved JPEG forever. He's one of those. I mean, that's all JPEG's audience is really just a bunch of Fantanos. Yeah, that's pretty. That was the vibe I was getting. Just looking through <laughs> everything, I was like, all right. You got to watch his boiler room set. The whole crowd is just a bunch of Fantano looking niggas and like button downs. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I listened to the album and. Before I, I'm not Kids. even gonna kill it, but instead of I, I've picked up this practice Why, because be careful of Vance, how you talk about Baltimore because of Vans being be a careful. music purist, I've switched. Instead of me killing the album, I'm just gonna ask somebody to convince me why I should like the album. So Vance, why should I like this album instead of hating it? Um, he produces all of his own stuff. The production was good, great. Um, JPEG. Way more than like a Pierre Bourne, like actually has to be heard over his own beats. Like it's very synonymous. They're very synonymous with each other. Um, and I think it was a very good match of beaten song or beaten vocal for the most part. And then I think just throughout as a whole project, it flowed better than like past JPEG projects have flowed. Um, I think it was mainly like mainly the cohesiveness versus other JPEG projects where like you might just pick a few off that you really fucked with. But this one, like I can even say for myself, I can't even think of like one or two that like I love, but like I'll play it through as a whole and really fuck with it. And again, I hate putting artists on that like super high artist pedestal where they're it's like, oh, you you're allowed to like their album differently than you like other albums, but that is just really how JPEG shit is. Like, you're not supposed to listen to his shit, like, in, in the car. When you're in the car for, like, four minutes. It's like, nah, you usually put on, like, a little bit of a JPEG playlist, you know, if you're really in that vibe, so. I don't know, that's a long rant, but I don't know what you expected from me. Like, I'm a producer, and I'm from Baltimore, and JPEG is, like, who I've looked up to since I was, like, 13. All right. I will say what your main like point was of the production is like the thing I liked. I don't know, maybe it was the voice or like just the delivery or what he was. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. It felt like a disconnect. Like, nah, this just isn't for me. It wasn't like it was a trash thing. It was just like I saw everybody else loving it. I wanted to love it, and I just couldn't connect with it. Have you listened to him before? Nah. Okay, I'll send you like two or three songs. That I actually like like a lot, but I, I mean I have to give this project a little bit more time too. I'm not on. Remind you, like I'm not on the 
album of the year hype. I just thought it was solid. All right. I'll wait for Vance to send me the songs and I'll... Chance, you didn't hear the album? I didn't. Uh, did you hear Mick Jenkins' Elephant in the Room? No. Vance, did you? I didn't either. I did. And the first thing I noticed was that Mick Jenkins sounds exactly like Damian Lillard. <laughs> and that... Yeah, I don't. Well, you never heard no, Mick wait, Jenkins wait, before. Wait, 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 or just wait, on this project? No, I've heard Mick Jenkins before, but I don't think I've listened to Mick Jenkins since Damian Lillard started rapping. If that makes sense. So hearing this again, it was like, nigga, am I listening to Damian Lillard right now? But it was like better. It was clearly definitely better than Damian Lillard. But just that like connection in my brain was like fucking me up throughout the whole time. But it was a good project. Mick Jenkins is still good. That was just my main takeaway. It was that like him and Damian Lillard sound oddly the same. Uh, what's my favorite? That pains me. I don't even want to hear that. I wish I could erase that. I don't know if they're from the same. I don't know where's Mick Jenkins from. Let's see, I think he's from like like a Cleveland, Ohio type. Like I think he's from like a East Coast slash Midwest, maybe Chicago. Maybe. Sh- yeah, he's from Chicago. I have no clue why he sounds like Damian Lillard. Then. He's born, yeah. Well, why Damian Lillard sounds like him. Alabama. Well, that was a good project. Um, McJenkins can rap. He's like, everybody knows him. You should know the McJenkins bag. It's similar to that Isaiah Rashad. Slightly experimental. Slightly like the, like, weed stoner type vibe. Slightly like philosophical. So it was cool uh, to hear him making music again. Uh, another thing I noticed was that Scottie Pippen, I don't know, Scottie Pippen might be the most, like, known basketball player in rap, or used, I don't know why, he had a track on here, well, a track named after him, it was good, he was also, I was about to say, <laughs> this nigga was rapping on the project, he was also referenced on the, uh, Big Sean shit, I think Dirk referenced him, he was like, um, he was raving about India, and he was like, uh, I don't even trust these niggas. Look how future did Scottie Pippen, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> well, I, w- I must admit, before he became a infamous figure in rap with the future shit, Scottie and Pippen are two words very easy to rhyme. He was also on the it's Young Thug. Like, young Thug reference him. I'm I'm doing Scottie like but the, not Pippen. Exactly like the Pippen with Pimpin. It's like the Steph Curry 30 bar. Keep the 30 yeah. on me like Steph Curry. It's like, it's just too easy. It's too easy. But shout out Scotty, man. I mean, that nigga be getting tossed through the mud. Yeah. And he's still Scotty's got to like be, like, be like a country music lover. There's no way he listens to rap. No, he can't. And there's no way. Like, because if he went by those morals, like, he would niggas have to get got it millions. all back. I don't give a fuck what niggas say about me. I got five rings. I got six rings and millions. He saw the last dance. Yeah, that nigga does not, might not have millions. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> Bro signed like, like a seven-year, $5 million contract in his prime. And that was like his only one. <laughs> and Bro's like, I got, Scotty I got meant, 15 Scotty been talking on. I'm like, damn, dude. That shit Even after Jerry Krause, Jerry Krause told him to literally take the fucking deal. Yeah. Praise to Scotty Pippen. Nuts. Uh, I know he. I ain't finished Last Dance, though. Last project. Why did he do that shit again? What? Cause he thought like he said he wanted to sign along. He said, "Uh, yeah, he had like family to take care of, and he wanted to ensure that they would be taken care of. Like he didn't want to risk like getting long injured. Term, I guess back then, like getting long. injured was like you're done, done. So I could see kind of, but still, 
That's an L. Because was it all guaranteed back then? Yeah, basketball always guaranteed. But oh, really? Oh, because of the right the buyout shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, he folded, bro. <laughs> Did y'all hear the Wale project? Flora. I need Flora. to hear it. I heard a lot of high. Flora and uh, two. I heard a lot about it. Fuller and two. Fullarin. Oh damn, Fullarin. It was actually, actually good, like, man. Fullarin is one of my favorite mixtapes ever. Like the first one. Some vintage Wale. I thought his last EP was good too. Um, he don't miss. Was that the one he dropped like during COVID? Yeah, it was like with the, the one I can't think the name, but it was like the car was on fire or something. The caution tape. Yeah, that shit was. That's the one we had. Yeah, uh, rooting for everybody that's black. That song. Was that that project? Probably. So. It sounded like, like some project. like. If that was yeah. Yeah. I'm play, I'm play a song off that from my heard, but project was fly. Then he had this one. Um. He had any features on there? On the full launch. Yeah, he had a bunch. He had, he had Chris Cole. Brown, Jamie Foxx, Rick Ross, J. Cole, and Clemens. The J. Cole Max feature O'Cream. was very weird. It was like a song. What was the song? It was like a party dash like. Yeah, it was like a party song. It's called Poke It Out, and it's got J. Cole on there. It's like, all right, <laughs> you got <laughs> Y'all the two are like the best lyricists that came out around the same time, and y'all going to do a Poke It Out song? All right, I guess. But... It was cool. That man Cole, man, he's been missing, man. His feature choice, I, I don't agree that he's been missing, but his last few features have been The features have been questionable. Yeah. Joiner Lucas and then his Poke It Out. Poke It Out is just the cursed name. And nigga, and that, uh, what's his name, bro? What? That thug feature was not it. I don't even remember the thug feature. That's Yeah, so I agree with you. <laughs> On the thug album. It was just like a weird song. Yeah, the random nigga at the end watched both of them, so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man. All right. Wale. We got a lot of music this week for for all the listeners. Last project. I don't know wow. if this is the last project, but last project I listened to. Uh Sa Baby. Do it for Demon. Sa Baby's my guy. I, I should probably listen to that before Kenny Beats. It's not as good as uh his last project, but it is more serious than his last project. I thought Barnacles was one of the top projects of last year. Uh, it was just like funny, had a lot of punchlines, catchy. This one is more serious. I guess it's, I think it's dedicated to like one of his friends, but I don't know. I just liked it a lot. He got like, uh, my favorite tracks. He did, uh, bad thoughts mixed with weed. He did scared of myself. Uh, he had do it for demon. Like all of the songs that were like dedicated to whoever his friend was. And then the tracks like basically talking about like. His mental shit. I thought that was really interesting. But then he had some bad misses too. He had like App Cap, which is one of the probably second worst song I heard this year behind. uh Oh no. Nah. It's, Soul Train by yeah, YBN. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that you know <laughs> you know my number <laughs> one already. It's the, it's the worst <laughs> song of all time. <laughs> but yeah, App Cap is probably the second worst song behind that. It's just the song about niggas capping on Instagram and Hook is like as bad as you would predict it to be. Just not a good song. But other than that, cool project. I liked it. And I like Sababy. I think he should be taken serious more. That was it. Those are all the projects I've listened to in the last two weeks that I feel like mentioning. Good to hear. If we don't have nothing else, we're going to wrap the episode, man. Thank y'all for joining this episode 82 of the Unheard Podcast, man. Um, Yeah, got some work coming up, so we're looking forward to that. We're going to be here to review it first. High expectations. I think she will deliver. Um, 
But yeah, final words, gentlemen. The weekend being Don Corleone to promote his album, The Don, is just they perfect. They had the best Halloween costumes. Rihanna had the best as Gunna, but very close second in the weekend. That's all I have to say. Thank y'all for listening. Tied money. The Pelicans win. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, instead, I'll highlight Zach Fox with the bar of the year. He said, my niggas can get uh, barbaric. Um, she can get ugly as fuck like Ed Sheeran. I think of that line probably five times a day. So, shout out Zach Fox. Also going to see him on Friday. So Sweet. Well, that's going to be it for me. Um, yeah, I'm just going to finish up my Unheard play. Uh, throwback featuring Saba by Pell. And uh, I'm out of here. Did you not say you were playing Wale? All right. I told her to drive over in a new whip. Bring some friends she cool with. I'm going to play this easy like we did when life was easy. She said, I'm too out of moving. But this hella cool shit. And plus I got that wheezy. We can 500 degrees it. This that throwback, throwback, throwback. This might be a throwback. She won't ride like horses. She must think I'm Bojack. Way it keep on dropping. Must want me to hold that. Started catching more than feelings. But in hell I can't afford that. that. Top down, rolling with nowhere to go. Laid back, all the time in the world. Play that when you need to feed your soul. I- Podcast over, dog.